previously on Heritage. And uh, yeah, <laughs> if, if you guys just want to go play some video games or something, you know, go, uh, go right ahead. Whatever dead. you want to do, you know. Dead. And dead. Uh, dead. Uh, yeah. What's up? I'm sorry. Hey, do, do you all remember about five minutes ago when Chunk had pizza roll eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but is there any way for us to get like a floor plan of the school loosely drawn up, Calvin? Uh, uh, can you, uh, Captain of the of the map like map club? <laughs> he goes over and he pulls up a map layout of the uh, the the school and he has it right there on the desktop. Um, so, uh, what were you saying about the maps? Nice to the map club leader. Calvin, what the fuck are you doing here? Well, I just figured I'd stop by my friend's house. You might know him. Doug Overman. He's a cool cat. And uh, I noticed that you... She looks so fucking furious when you said Doug Overman. Well, why do you look so angry? You seem to be melting me a little bit on the inside. Stay away from me. And I mean it. I don't want you around me anymore. All of the ice melts away from Coolvin. And the ice had melted on his face a little bit. And you can't tell if he's crying or not. I guess... I'll see you in science. And after about a solid minute, you feel the elevator slide open and you see just the dopest, top-of-the-line superhero hideout. Man, someday I'm going to drive this thing. You actually see a note under the windshield wiper of the car. Okay. I get it. Doug, you are never going to drive this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last where we left off. Uh, Oh, wait. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Last where we left off. Got those in order. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, last where we left off, um, Doug found out about his sweet new lair uh, from Mr. America, the the super tree house, I think is what we said. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you guys all went there as well. And then you decided to head out in a in a big old vehicle. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I guess we just pick that's it up right, right we're there going to the school. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's what you guys said. So you wanted to go to the school. So mm-hmm. what's what's going on right now with everybody in the car? How's everybody feeling? What's up? I'm feeling pretty uh, stoked. I have uh, this awesome new layer. I've got all these resources that I can use. And we're uh, we're driving off in, in one of my super trucks. And I'm just feeling good. I'm feeling pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling a little bit more at home than I have in the past, you know, week or so since since the moving process and stuff. I, I I'm pretty good. Do you do you have a condition right now? I have guilty and insecure. Okay. I think insecure would be cleared okay. from all of this right now. Just feeling fucking awesome. Um yeah, what's what's uh what's going on with everybody else? See, I'm trying to think Chunk right now doesn't have any conditions, but I kinda feel like he should. I feel like Chunk is trying to figure out what, like, what's been, like, what's going on. Like, everything's been fun. He's honestly, like, stoked to have, like, now another, like, another friend in the scenario, especially, like, one of the Overmans as, like, a close friend. But I feel like Mm. Chunk's got this feeling that, like, there's something, for all the good that's been happening, there's something, like, under the surface 
like all the stuff going on with Kylie, all that stuff going on with Milo. He's never seen like Trent fully use his powers before and that's terrifying. And there's this whole like superior bomb threat and he's like, where where is the next like strike gonna come from? Even though he wouldn't think of it as like a strike, like in superhero terms, he's just like worried or concerned. Yeah, I, I think that that's a general thing and, and it doesn't need to go into any sort of game mechanics or anything like don't mark a condition just because you're wondering what is going to happen. Gotcha. That's just kind of life. Yeah, that's just kind of what's always happening. It just means you're alive. <laughs> Good. <laughs> mark the introspective condition. Yeah. Mm. Yes. 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 Mm. Um, I mean, physically, I bet you're feeling pretty good because you're ripping down the road, and I know that you couldn't fit inside the car, so you're just oh, in the, yeah. the truck from bed. A, from a comfort perspective, like, being able to have my legs outstretched, being able to not be, like, scrunched, scrunched in on myself, feeling great, having a good time. It's just, like, as I'm having classic teenage angsty movie where, like, there's a fun mm-hmm. scene happening, but there's, like, there's that scene where, like, ah, oh, he's thinking about something. I wonder what he's thinking about. What's he thinking about? What's going on in his head? He's so mysterious and cool. Oh, and I also do have a, like, what is it? A 120 foot long uh, fruit roll up. So that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it, it started out at 200. Yeah. That's what so You've worked it down to 120 by now. Yeah. What's, uh, what's going on with Calvin? Calvin is fucked up. Um, he, he Whoa, is, the scale, the downward scale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is, uh. Angry, guilty, and insecure. He's he was definitely a lot more excited after seeing the the lair, and that mm-hmm. took his mind off of things. But since he's been able to sit there and let the time sort of wash over him again, it's sort of like the scene where he's like looking out the the window of the car, and the street lights are like just rolling by, hitting him across the mm-hmm. face, and you just sort of see this like Ooh. look on his face. Uh, and then he uh, and there's like that sick guitar riff. Yeah. No, it's like actually a, uh, just yeah. like... Not like... Yes. He's actually... Conne- right. He's connected to the Bluetooth somehow already, and he's just playing like <laughs> Lionel, Lionel Richie's greatest hits um, in the uh, in the song, in the, in the car. So. so you're jamming out to some Lionel Richie right now, and then you hear... It, it quickly cuts off, and you hear... Uh, a ringtone coming from the speakers and in the center console on the dashboard there is a a you know like a backup screen or whatever uh, but it says incoming uh, video call oh man um uh, how do i answer this thing and i just start pushing buttons <laughs> until i get to the you right d- you one you decline the call oh whoops i imagine oh, wow. that one of the buttons that he presses just like two machine guns pop out of the side of the car and start firing <laughs> <laughs> yes look at that yeah, you hit the, the fly button, so you start to go up for about five feet, and then you hit it again, and then you just kind of crash Whoops. right back down onto the ground, and then the call starts coming back on, and you see the right button, and you do a hit. And I do a hit. Um, do I roll the hit? Right, right yeah, button. give me a hit to see to see if you hit the right button. Oh, that's an 11. I hit the right, dead center. Ooh, dang. <laughs> you hit that button so good. And then I look over at Kelvin, and I do like one of those... Ha, yeah, I did that. Head nods, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he just he does, he looks back and he just goes, uh, okay, all right. Doug's just feeling really cool. Hell yeah, yeah. But but uh, so so you hit the button and then you see the kind of screen come up and you hear. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> oh, Doug! Hey there! And uh, you see your granddad. Hey, Grandpa! 
What's going on? Hey, I, what's up? Yeah, so I uh, saw the car got activated, so I wanted to give you a call. How you doing, man? Grandpa, it's good to see you. We're uh, I'm just um, doing some reconnaissance. We got a bit of a uh-huh. mystery we're taking on. You're already getting into the hero business down there. I was worried. I thought uh, I, I thought know. it'd be a small town. Man, there this, you are. Man, the headquarters, Grandpa, is amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Hey, that's a. Uh, I mean, I was gonna get you something for your 18th birthday down oh, here, man. but uh. Hey, I don't know who the uh, who the contractor was, but we're gonna need a much bigger elevator. Uh, someone that could something that could fit in a nine foot tall person. Uh, nine feet. You got another. You got some supers down there? Yeah, I got some friends. I got a little bit of a, you know, a little posse forming here. This is Calvin. Some sidekicks? Yeah. Hi, yeah, he's hi, in my mi- sidekicks. Hi, hi, Mr. Sidekick? Yeah, I'm your, yeah, I'm his sidekick. Hi. How are you? Yeah, hello sir? there, little sidekick man. What's your superhero name? I, I don't have one. I'm, they have one, but I'm just me. I'm Calvin. I'm really good at IT, and um, I'm I'm part of a bunch of clubs, and I just hold up like oh, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, hey, good job, Doug. You need you need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Damn. Oh God. Calvin just like goes back to his phone. <laughs> oh, but I do knock on the back. I knock on the back window and try to get Chunk's attention to pay attention to the screen. Yeah, there's a little uh, you know those sliding doors on the back of a truck, oh, so you can yeah. slide it open, and you can yeah, you peep in there. Um, Chunk, and you see, uh, you see Mr. America. So Chunk like turns around the peek in the window, and the airflow just like catches his cheek. So he's got this big like dog <laughs> cheek oh, no. that's just like blowing <laughs> in the wind as he's turning around. He's like, oh, this Mr. America! Oh my gosh! And he's just gonna start freaking out and try. Doug, he's, what like, the hell is that? He's rolling around in the back, trying to like get on his hands and knees to face forward. It's it's a whole ordeal. I think the sensors in the car start to flash, like <laughs> the car's moving too much. Yeah, I'm having trouble keeping it like straight. Yeah. Oh, uh, you need me to call me back on another time? No, no, that's fine. That's Chunk. He's uh, uh he's got some crazy powers. I'll t- I'll tell you about it later. But yeah, we're going to um, there's like a bomb threat at school, so we're gonna go check it out, see if we can't figure it out. Ah, uh, you know, small banana stuff, but you know, something to get my feet wet. It's been a while. <clears throat> yeah, listen, I'm real proud to hear that you're doing you're doing stuff like this. Uh, you know, your dad gave it up, and I'm just real glad to see that uh, you. You're, you're keeping the family name strong, Doug. Yeah, yeah, of course, Grandpa. I don't wouldn't want to let you down. Dad wasn't too impressed with. Uh, I mean, I did save his school, but you know, he didn't. He didn't care. That too was much. you. Yeah, you know, I just. That you was know, you. Yeah. Of course it was. Of course it was my. Yeah, come on. G dang grandson. <laughs> I just, you know, flew a bomb up in the air. It's no big deal. So Chunk's head, he's going to squeeze it through that window. Oh, and, no. Because, like, there's still bone under, like, the under the flub. Oh, yeah. But the flub's got some, like, elasticity to it. So he's just going to squeeze his head in. And he's just going to be like, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. America. Hi. <laughs> hey. Okay, well, anyway, Doug. Um, <laughs> Trunk's gonna kind of shake his head a little bit. He's gonna say, uh, "Wait, uh, uh, Mister uh, Mister America." He's gonna kind of look down and say, uh, "I, uh, th- this might be a weird question. I, I know you might have not dealt a lot with Supro because that was more the mom and dad, right?" 
Mm-hmm. Did had now DM question? How long has Supro been in this prison? Like forever, or did he recently get moved uh, here? I said eighteen years. Eighteen he's, years. He's been in there for a while. Yeah. Gotcha. Chunks just going to ask. Uh, it, so we we heard a little while ago that, that Supro might be involved. Do you know anything about? about him is there anything we should be worried about has he is he still in jail yeah i mean actually you know i saw the news article and i saw the stuff about supro and i mean i've just got you know my, my team always looking on stuff and yeah they double checked he's in prison so that definitely wasn't him hmm. that's I, I i kind of figured that out already but yeah i know you did doug sharp yeah. is a sharp is a sharp is a uh <laughs> a, uh <laughs> Well, I can't find the word tack, right now. Tack, tack. sir. It's, it's yeah. a tack. That's the saying, sir. It's tack. <clears throat> okay. Sir, that's a mighty cough you have there. Do you have, like, bronchitis or something? No. Uh, anyway, um, he, he brushes off what, what you're saying. He looks back to Doug. Um, says, uh, I mean, you, uh, you, said, <coughs> you, uh, you said you're going on a mission. I, these, two, these two don't wear their suits. Oh yeah, they don't. They don't got one. Um, yeah, Doug, c- come on. One oh one, buddy. I, I taught I you. You I, can't. I was gonna give it to him. It, what? All right. Thanks, Grandpa, for ruining the supply, uh, surprise. Uh, Kelvin, can you open the glove box, please? Opens it up, and uh, what's inside? Yeah. So what's inside? Uh, the door comes down, and there's like a box in there with lots of lights, and it's almost like you remember the. 10 disc changer that would be in the back of a car in the CD player. Yeah. You go put your CDs in there. It kind of looks like that. Um, there's like 10 different slots in it. And actually what pops out are two oval, uh, they're almost like vinyl stickers. They're not like s- adhesive, but they're, but they're sticky cause they're vinyl. Uh, two of them pop out and, uh, Doug looks at the, at you Kelvin. And he says, all right, what I need you to do is uh chunk. You're going to need to do this too. Just take that and put it on your bare chest underneath your clothes. Uh, okay. What? Oh, uh, okay, Chunk's just going to... Just I find guess, the spot, Chunk. It's fine. He's going to sit. Yeah, he'll take it, and he'll slide up under his shirt and, and give it a nice pat down. Calvin does the same thing. These register the, to the Overman server, and right now it's, it's scanning you and your abilities, and, well, in a second it's going to turn green, and when it does, I want you to hit it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so I, I'll just wait for it. When I see it hit green, I will. I will hit this button. I am pumped. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm. Yeah, I'm pumped for whatever's about to happen. Calvin's like hand is shaking over his chest as he's like got his other hand lifting up his shirt, eagerly anticipating the green. Chunks also sliding one hand across his chest it's very seductively <laughs> as he waits. And and I, I see bit. that like it just chunk. It's it's gonna take a minute. It's, it's gotta figure out kind of your superpower. Just okay. chill out, yeah. And I think uh Cameron, if I think if it's okay, I think we get pretty close to the school and I mm-hmm. we just kind of find a spot in the parking lot, kind of in the back, and I park the truck and I hop out. Yeah, you, you all park the truck, and as you're jumping out, uh, you do see two police cars parked really close up to the front of the school, uh, and then the buttons turn green. I press it right away. Ah, beat me to it. <laughs> so, when you press this button, it basically is going to listen in on your head brain thoughts and create <laughs> a super suit for you. Nice. That's sick. And, uh, That's nice. 
Yeah. So what 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 happens to Calvin? So um, he hears a voice in his head, uh, but it's not Coolvin or Kelvin. It's the computer from the suit trying to talk to his head. Super suit online. And then Calvin inside of his head, he's like, oh, my God, a super suit. Hey, hey, how's it going? Are you a computer? I'm, I'm not a computer. I'm a human being. But like, are you here to, to, to help me? In the, Please in the cease com- talking and yeah, but, think but here's the thing. <laughs> of a suit. I, I was just going to say, like, if I had a cool super <laughs> suit, I don't want to cave. You those. feel a zap <laughs> that prevents you from talking. <laughs> Cat was just drooling, standing there with both arms drooping at his sides. <laughs> and I think that the suit starts to form from the circle and starts to like expand out um, in sort of like a blue and orange swirl. And um, I think uh, he's he, his suit sort of finishes it off at the above the knees. And he's got a short sleeve, and it's sort of like a spandex that's um, in a big swirl. It's like a big swirl of orange and blue, essentially. Nice is the way I, I, I envision it. It's almost like yeah. a like a big like swirling inferno, and it's not uh, like a stagnant color. It's actually it almost looks like it's sort of the the ice and the the fire are self contained inside the suit, and they're always sort oh. of moving like a screensaver. Hell yeah. That's like sick. a screensaver. That's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, chunky. Okay. So I'm taking a little inspiration from uh, whoever it was who drew that that little fan art because I like that. So um, Chunk, when his clicks, it's going to take – essentially his suit's going to gonna fit pretty, pretty form-fitting over his body. It's got to be a pretty elastic suit because of how his body grows and can shape. Yeah. Um, so Chunk at this point is, you know, nine, ten feet tall. He's got more of an egg shape than a realistic human shape at this point. Um, so he's got a black outfit on, a hood that can kind of pull up and attach and wrap around his head. And the entire suit is black except for a pink um, a pink donut shape that wraps up over the top of the hood. So there's uh, – and then down around his – like down around his body in a big C – um, and the C comes from a bite mark in that donut. <laughs> yeah. And that's a suit. It's pretty, it's pretty simple, yeah. but it gets the job done. And, but he's still going to kind of, even though it's, even though it fits pretty comfortably, he's still just going to like very nervously pull at it and just be like, oh, this is, this is really nice. It's just a little tight. Uh, just well, a little. yeah. So it, it scans you and it, it, it Calvin's it, just pulling at his crutch. He's just pulling at his crotch, trying <laughs> exactly. to stretch Exactly. Like, that's what we're doing the whole time. It's just like that that new jumpsuit. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, it's really tight around the yeah. that stuff. Well, you know, it's it's for maximum <laughs> mobility. Like, And as as Doug's talking, he's like, he hopped out. He walked over to the passenger side. He's like sort of taking off his coat and his shirt, and he reaches in and grabs an oval, too, as he's talking. And he says, chunk, and, and that's going to expand and decrease with you so it'll never be too tight or too loose it'll be just perfect for optimum mobility and you'll be able to just you know use your powers to maximum and he slaps that oval on his chest and instantly it's green and he smacks it and his super suit just uh pops on him right away whoa and he goes well um eh, well my grandpa was gonna kind of ru- my grandpa ruined the surprise i was gonna kind of tell you this later but hey welcome to the team we should probably come up with a name, huh? Ch- like Chunk's just like we're like actually like superheroes now. This is this is, uh, 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 and he's just like at a loss for words. 
Calvin goes, hold on one second. I brought these because I, I've been wanting to wear them. And he goes back into the truck and he uh, reaches into this box that he brought with him. And he has um, a pair of uh, of Jordans. And um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, one, and uh, they're definitely they're number ones. Uh, Damn, Daniel. Yeah, and he uh, he puts on a blue a blue Jordan on the left and like a light sky blue with a, a white swoosh, <laughs> and then uh, like a orange orange Jordan with a white swoosh on the right on the right foot as well. Ooh. Goes, oh, that's so you had to throw down on two pairs of Jordans. I I did the custom order thing on Nike.com. It's 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 just what what do you guys think? And he's like doing like a twisting the shoes around. He's like, I got them yeah, for. Man. I got them for the new first day of school, but I forgot to wear them because my mom told me to come take the pictures, and so that's nice. That's real nice. Yeah, she had them in the car, so so she had them in Doug's car. Chunk is Chunk, <laughs> Chunk is loving this moment. Everyone's looking like a boss now. Am I able to? Because I think you can kind of we could kind of tell that Calvin's bugged. Can I roll? Com- can I roll for comfort or for support? To try to take away one of these conditions? Is that something I can do? Absolutely, okay. dude. Come on, baby. Okay, that's going to be a nine. Well, you have influence over me. Oh, yeah. That's a nine with the influence. Mm. Okay, so... Um, would, uh, would giving him a, his own custom super suit maybe add one to the role? <laughs> I, it's, I would imagine that he's trying to soothe my anger from that situation from earlier. Would be what mm-hmm. he was going for. You're angry, guilty, and what? Insecure. So, so just kind of looking around, um, he'd be like, "Doug, this is like, I would go home and draw like comic books about this happening, and now like it's actually happening. This is just, I don't know. Thank you, thank you for moving the town. This is so cool. Like this, is, I, I'm half thinking I'm gonna wake up, and he's gonna kind of like grab, like he's gonna put his hand like on like." Uh, Calvin's back. It's a big, chunky, chunky monkey hand at this point. It's like Calvin. Like we're like we're like superheroes now, man. This is like our dream. Calvin's like just staring off, still at the parking lot. Only momentary things sort of keep his attention, and then they go back away as this as that situation just keeps replaying in his head as the ice sort of continues to melt away, and it just keeps going back and forth on a on like a TiVo. You can hear the TiVo sounds in his head, like. Yeah. Doug walks up to both you and uh, Chunk and Calvin, and he you can tell that Calvin's sort of distracted, and he says, "Yeah, I I really appreciate you guys taking me in, and just being nice to me and giving me a place to hang out while while my dad and I were. F- well, that doesn't matter. But listen, this is this isn't a game. This isn't a comic." chunk this is for real this is going to be dangerous and and he looks to kelvin and he puts his hand on his shoulder and he goes you need to be focused you can't have your head in the clouds because one wrong move and you die and then you hear a gunshot oh shoot what what that was a gunshot what that was a gunshot that was a gunshot look at me look at me are you with me kelvin are you here yeah you're here. I'm with you. Chunk? Y- yeah. Yeah, let's let's do it. All right. And then as we head off, he's definitely going to open a book and write down that little speech because that that's so perfect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's some cops over there. I'm going to go tell them that we're here to help, and they should call backup. 
and then we're gonna go into that building and figure out what's going on. We no, they can't know that we're here. We gotta listen. I'm, I'm the Iron Defender. We're I'm gonna here. get in trouble. We're gonna get in trouble to school. We're superheroes now, Kelvin. When there where there's danger, we show up. We're supposed to be here. And then Doug flies over to the cops. We're supposed. We're supposed to be. Wow, this guy's like just a book of quotes, man. He we're just supposed he just, to be chunk chunk. He just met us yesterday. Yeah, I know that. I know that we are here to help. I don't. Even, I just wanted to go home and play video games with you, dude. Like, what? Do, what do we? I'm gonna pick Calvin up. Remember that one time we were playing uh, Lairs and Lizards, and you got. <laughs> we both got that new armor, and then there was that really hard boss fight, and it, they, there was a little tiny enemy that took up all of our resources, and then we had to go into the next room, and that's where the giant lizard was, and you were like, I don't think we can do it, and I was like, I don't think we can do it, but then you were like, no, wait, we can't turn back now. This is the moment. This is the deciding moment. This is where we become level seven adventurers, and I was And like, then I rolled a nat 20. Yeah, I know. and it was awesome. <laughs> this is that moment. This is our new armor, and that's the lizard over there. Hey, Calvin flips his coin in the air, and it lands on, uh, it lands on? A, uh, fiery man, uh, is now standing in front of, uh, yeah, of, fiery of man. Chunk, and he goes, fiery man. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> that's exactly right. Now let's go kick down that door. And he just burst, uh, he bursts into flames and then shoots off and flies towards the school directly, heading directly towards, like, one of the doors on the side of the school, away from the cops. Okay. okay. And, and Chunk will just be like, well, I'm glad all you guys can fly. And I'm just going to... I'm just going to jog. Okay. Um, the way to kind of give you guys a visual, if you're sort of looking down at the map, uh, there is a school building in the very center. Okay. And then in front of that is one of those half circles where the buses pull in. Um, and that's where one of the cop cars is. It's right in front of the center of the building. And that's where Doug is flying to. And Calvin is heading to the left side, closer to the parking lot where you guys are, uh, to go in through a side entrance. Doug, when you get up to the cop car, you see that it's on and the window is rolled down. Excuse me, sir. In a very heroic voice, uh, to try to, uh, not startle the policeman inside the vehicle. Yeah, he was not startled at all uh, because whenever you glide and land and you look in there, you see that he just has a bullet right in his head. What? Holy uh, shit. I, I run up dead. and I like I check in the car. Is the radio still on? Yeah, yeah, the car's on. I grab the, the center console, the, the CB radio, and I radio in. Uh, excuse me. This is this is the Iron Defender of the Overman Legacy. I am at William Moore High School. We have an officer down. I repeat, we have an officer down. I I'm in pursuit, and I let go. And I I look around, and I at this point, I imagine I see Kelvin flying towards the door. Yeah, you see Calvin okay. going through the other side. Uh, Kelvin, you open up the door, and no, you no, know. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I blast those fucking doors open. I'm <laughs> just yep. Yeah, you blast the doors open, and you know that if you were to make your way, you know, take a left, take a right, then you would be uh, where the the IT stuff is, uh, where all of the camera stuff is. 
um, he likes he like sort of quietly flies through the hallway, floating, as he's like sort of just moving his way towards the IT room. Yeah, uh, you turn directly down where the IT room is, and then you see that the room is open ever so slightly, and you see a blue glow coming out of the room, uh, and right in front of the room, you see another police officer. Uh, with a gun by his side and uh, he appears to be completely limp on the floor and then a bullet flies right at you. A bullet flies right at me? Yep. Uh, Um, I'm going to... Well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't even have the time to react to that. Would I? I don't think so. I think because you entered so brashly and Mm -hmm. so loudly, um, you were definitely caught by surprise uh, as somebody launched this... um, so, you roll plus conditions. Eight. All right. Uh, so, for take a powerful blow, uh, you roll plus conditions. On a seven to nine, you lash out verbally. Uh, you give ground so your opposition would get an opportunity, or you struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. So, here's what happens. So, the bullet flies, and it enters directly into the middle of the K. Of Kelvin. Fuck. And you see it like close up, just hit the fire, and then it starts to melt. And then Kelvin just goes, <laughs> You're gonna regret that. And then uh, I mark two conditions, and then Ooh, Kelvin, Kel- Kelvin just goes, He gets angry and uh, I guess hopeless, but even though he doesn't really feel hopeless. Well, maybe he does. Kel- Calvin does, but Kelvin doesn't. Yeah. And he just goes, Bruh! And, like, his K just explodes out of his chest. And uh, I'm going to charge my burns, which means I add plus four because I add all my conditions to this. Holy and fuck. Yes. I am, I am going really. He is fucking angry. And so, I mean, the fire, I mean, all of the art that was on the side of the wall and things like that, everything is gets starting to get, like, burned and everything. Um, I actually rolled a 14, so, um... Dang. Yeah, uh, I've got three burns. Dang, boy. When your fire lashes out and just, you know, takes paintings down off of the wall, the fucking, you know, fake plants that were hanging (laughs) around just engulf and, and burn, and you smell plastic, um, you see the, the IT room door, you just hear, fuck, 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 and the door just shuts. Um... And then, yeah, so you know exactly where that shot came from. So I think right now, Chunk, you, I mean, you saw Calvin, Calvin kick in the doors Mm -hmm. and then you just heard him yell. Uh, Like you heard another gunshot and then you hear just Calvin screaming um, as he was, you know, charging up his stuff. Uh, So Chunk and Doug, what do you do? I am going to... So Chunk seeing the school essentially start to catch on fire. Um, I would like Chunk to roll defense. I kind of want to like roll into the school, both literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> like just kind of duck my head over, like pull my arms forward and kind of like roll bowling ball myself into the school. And then when I get to the hallway where Kelvin's at, yeah, I, I'm hoping I can do this without slowing him down at all. But I'd like to just like take a big like breath. like just breathe like, <gasps> and as I breathe in, just try to put out the fire that's burning on the school itself. 
Is if that's doable? Yeah. Roll uh roll unleash your powers. So that's 2d6 plus freak. Okay. <clears throat> so, I got a 5. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you don't do it. So I think, you, you know, sometimes whenever you blow on a fire oh, and then it gets bigger. Yep. That happens. Oof. So you Big blow oof. and you kind of see all the flames. It looks like they just lay down for a second and then they come right back up and they're burning all the brighter. Kelvin looks over to Chunk and he goes, ha I knew I could count on you. <laughs> uh, y- yeah, I totally meant to do that. Um, now, what happens when I fail to unleash a power? You either mark a condition or I tell you how it's unstable. So I think that that's your punishment. And yeah, you mark potential. Gotcha. So is this like a it's unstable, like maybe Kelvin doesn't realize that the school's collapsing around him, but it is? I think it it wasn't nearly at that point yet. It just kind of, there is a little bit of fire, but I think that you kind of turned it into a situation of, hey, this is going to be a problem in a little bit. Frick. <laughs> Frick. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, I know what Chunk's doing on his next turn. <laughs> yeah. And I think that this, this uh, Doug, so yeah. there is this main entrance door uh, directly in front of you. You know, you're in between the car and that main entrance door. So if you bust in through there, you get there pretty quickly. Would I be able to get to sort of behind them or in front of them, so to say? So we're almost like on either side of this situation. Yeah, I I think that that's up to you. If you want to be, you know, if you want to get right next to them or if you want to try and be on the opposite side of the hallway. Yeah, I think I do. The fire's in the middle. And I think I think I want to try to put out the fire by unleashing my powers. And what I would like to do is use my super strength to pull my arms out to full wingspan and then just clap them together to try to try to create like a supersonic blast that that'll just sort of a ton of wind to sort of put it out nice um that's uh what is that plus freak freak all right so that is a six Uh. (laughs) okay uh here i'm gonna give you the option would you rather mark a condition or i tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary (laughs) i think i'll mark a condition okay um yeah yeah so uh what are you marking i'm between insecure and angry because one uh for insecure like it didn't work and that usually works, but I'm also angry because the situation has uh, gotten very quickly out of hand after I gave some pretty cool speeches, <laughs> and I thought like it was sort of implied that they were going to follow my lead, but yet here we are. Um, I think I'm going to mark angry, because what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And I think I actually yes, say, it- what the fuck are you guys doing? Ah, uh, 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 yes. So Chunk started the fire. Well, I started the fire. Then Chunk added to the fire, and I see that you're part of the plan as well. Adding more to the fire. I appreciate that. What is with you and fire and burning everything? Am I next to that unconscious police officer? Was he on this side of the hall? He's he's in front of the door. I think right now, about five feet in front of you to your right is the IT door, and then right next to the door is the police officer. And Calvin's standing in front of the door as well. 
Like Calvin's like almost directly in front of the door or what? So is that cop unconscious or is he like really unconscious, like bullet in the head unconscious? (laughs) Uh, I think Doug is able to see another police officer with another bullet in his head uh, back to back. And yeah. And then I, uh, to answer your question, I think Calvin and Chunk are about 10 feet away on the other, you know, down the hallway. Um, So for you guys, the room and the cop is on your left. Calvin, Calvin looks to, to Doug and, and Chunk and he goes, <laughs> now watch this. And he, um, he says, he like flies over to the front of the door and, um, he like essentially just kicks it open and the door flies off the hinges cause he's super powered Calvin, right? Kelvin right now. And mm-hmm. I'm going to use reality storm. Ooh. You channel a destructive burst, burst with your power, spin one burn to directly engage a threat using your powers rolling plus freak instead of danger. Uh, if you do, you will cause unwanted collateral damage unless you spend another burn. Here's the thing. I don't actually want to spend another burn. Um, not because I'm selfish, but because Calvin's a little bit of a bad person right now. Not a bad person, but like a, uh, a very destructive individual. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm not trying to sabotage guys. I'm just no, trying no, to. No, I'm loving sure. this. Do it. Play the character. Play the character. Yeah, this is what the, mm-hmm. this is what he would do. So he looks to both of you and he goes, ha, now watch this. And um, let's find out what happens. Oh, yeah. He definitely. Um, plus, uh, so that's a 13. Nice. <laughs> well, here's the problem, though. So the door opens up. And uh, first off, what does Kelvin see uh, when he opens the door? In front of you, you see, you're very familiar with this IT room. It's pretty small. There is just a chair in front of, you know, 10 different cameras and a big center console to kind of take care of it all on a computer. You see two people. Uh, one is a pretty tall guy. He's probably about 6'2". Six, six he looks like he's in his 50s. And then you see a woman right next to him. She's probably early 30s. She's got uh, a bob haircut, red hair. You see them pulling something out of the computer. Yeah, and then what do you do? So Kel- Kelvin... Looks and goes, you just met your firewall. Is that good? Is that good? <laughs> I mean, there's viruses. Uh, if there are viruses, uh, I don't know the about firewall. No. Call me McAfee because I'm, you know what? Maybe <laughs> don't worry about this. Don't listen you to me. You just hit your data limit. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the most terrifying thing I've heard. You should go with that one. Yeah, that one's, oh boy. Somebody needs to clear their browsing history. And then, uh, <laughs> yes. Bringing it back. I love it. And then, um, and what essentially he does is two, uh, he has two orbs and shaking hands of like fire. And then he slowly brings them together like a sort of like a spirit bomb and pushes both palms forward. And essentially it's like this massive beam of like flame that just engulfs the entire room. And I imagine with his powerful of the role that was, he blows out the side of the school. And everything inside this room just gets destroyed. Um, I, I, at least, at least, I don't know what I can't determine what happens, but that's what he does. Is I just essentially kamiyamiya them with fire. That's sick. Holy shit! <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. So you just fucking destroy the building, basically, <laughs> and and then as the debris. You know, you hear stuff falling down, crashing up against the ground. Uh, things are falling in front of you. And I think actually we'll hop to hop to hop to you guys as this is kind of happening. What are you guys doing? 
Well, so in my head, I'm trying to think, do I, do I try to go after, if the building's collapsing, do I throw myself on the two people who just got burned, or do I throw myself on Kelvin? I think I just go in front of the beam. Oh, in front of the beam? Well, to prevent him from completely destroying the whole school. <laughs> well, I think he, st- he stepped into the room. Oh, All right, so okay, if you're, okay. he stepped into the room. So if you're trying to step in there as well, I think what he did already happened. Well, there's nothing we can do. All right, how about this? Both of you start to try and rush into the building, mm-hmm. uh, in into that doorway, and debris is just falling all around you. It's falling behind you, and you walk through that room, and you are just seeing it collapse in front of you, and then there's dust. And then as the dust kind of starts to separate and you look out, you see that those two people were thrown back from the blast, and they're actually near the fountain. Fuck. Because this opened up into the into the center courtyard, and uh, you see the guy holding a gun, and he takes a shot at at us. No, he probably shoots me, right? Yeah, he would yeah. probably shoot me. I'm the one who just fucking caught me on me. I'm the guy. I roll to defend. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, roll two d six plus savior. I love you. Oh, I'm really glad you shifted my eight labels. <laughs> plus two to savior. Uh, so that is uh, 9 plus 2, 11. Hey, yes. On a hit, you keep them safe and you choose one. Uh, add a team to the pool, which is a team point. Uh, take influence over who you protect or clear a condition. I see the gun and it shoots off and I just literally like, I don't know if it's my hand or whatever, but I step right in front of it and I think it was really close to, to hitting Kelvin. And I block it, and then I look Kelvin in the eye, and I go, you need to get under control. The boy that blocked the Took shot. the shot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that bullet just fucking hits your chest, and it bounces off. And you yeah. see it was the man who was holding out the gun, and he looks worriedly to his companion, the girl next to him, and she hands him something small. You can't exactly see what it is because it's kind of far away. And then she takes off her backpack. She throws it down on the ground, and you see it just spill out a bunch of knives and swords and shards of metal. And then they pick up off of the ground. Oh, shit. They fly at you and they're about, they stop three inches in front of your face. And she looks at you and says, who the, who the fuck are you guys? Oh, shoot. Okay, so I, I still have, re- a, I have a role here, right? Yeah, if if you wanted to do something, Chunk would be the first person to be able to do something. I'm going to, I'm going to try to I was going to do this when the bullet got shot. Like that instinctive, you don't really think, like you just like do something. Okay, so I'm going to cartoonishly like stretch my two arms out, not like crazy far, but just like a little bit and then I'm just going to ripcord myself forward like a giant bowling ball just rolling at these two guys. All right. Okay, so I got a 9. So you on a seven to nine, you pick one from the list from indi- uh, directly engage a threat, uh, resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Ooh, man, those last three are all nice. Uh, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one of these it is. It's either take something from them or create an opportunity. I, my hope was that I knock this girl off her feet and cause her to lose focus on the knives. So that they kind of drop. 
Yeah. So you, I guess, bowling ball, do whatever you do, roll at her. And she looks over at you and you see Doug and Kelvin, you see the knives waver for a moment. And then she looks like she tries to move them towards Chunk. But then you just roll right over her and the knives just directly fall down onto the ground. And then, Chunk, you kind of take one or two more rolls as you slow your pace down. Maybe bump up against a tree or something to stop you. I love yeah. it. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. I think uh, I think Kel- Kelvin uh, is standing there, and he puts his hand on Doug's back, and he goes, Thank you for blocking that metal shard coming at my face. I would have eaten it, but <laughs> I do appreciate what you've done. Now, lady, knife lady, you ask who we are. And then Calvin, um, you see Kelvin Kelvin starts to like dissipate, and then Kelvin Calvin shows up. What? He's standing there and uh he's holding like just sort of like holding his hands together, and one of them is fully ice and one of them is fully fire, and then he puts both of his hands together and clenches his fingers together in sort of like a clasp, and the uh ice and the fire start to melt, creating steam. And the steam starts to envelop all the way around Calvin. Then he gets sort of like the steam exosuit, essentially. Whoa. Um, and he floats up and he goes, So maybe, maybe it's time to tell you who we are. We're the Omega Guardians. And he's like looking around and <laughs> he's like looking, going like, Is that a good name? Is that a good name? <laughs> and when you say but- that, all three of our super suits... The Omega symbol gets on our chest. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and he's like floating up in the air, and he's you can see Calvin inside of this steam, steam construct. Um, and speaking of constructs, um, from the ground, it says I'm going to use I'm going to spend a burn and use uh, constructs, which is spend one burn to create any object with your powers up to the size of a person, and spend an additional burn to animate it independently of yourself. So I've got three burns. Holy fuck. Yeah, so I'm going to spend two burns, and essentially I'm going to make essentially um, railroad ties and tracks and stuff like that, and I'm going to have one fall on top of that guy and then wrap around him um, and sort of like squeeze his arms together and essentially try to like constrict him and bind him with that construct. Really interesting choice for what you just did. Because you throw up this barrier around this guy who's just been firing a gun and he sees that he's imprisoned and he looks, he looks left, looks right. He looks at you, Doug, and he kind of, he kind of gets a look on his face like, oh, I recognize that guy. And then he's not in there anymore. You see him about 10 feet next to the, uh, the fountain. Uh, you kind of see him, his, it looked like his body just wavered for a moment and then disappeared. And then you see a waver elsewhere and then he reappears and yeah. Can I roll? Um, I want to know, like maybe it's, um, just roll mundane to see if I recognize him. Well, if you want to see who this dude is. You would do pierce, pierce the mask. The mask. Mm, okay, gotcha. Which is which is mundane, so it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you hear that guy call out? Uh, he goes, "That's Doug, Doug Overman." 
and you see her look uh, look towards you, Doug. Uh, what was that roll? Uh, 13. 11 plus 2. 13. Jesus Christ. On, uh, on a 10 plus, you get to ask three questions from Pierce the Mask. Uh, what are you really planning? What do you want to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? How could I gain influence over you? Can I can I add one of who are you? I want to know who they are. <laughs> they know me. I'd like to know if I know them. Whenever you look at them, whenever you're doing this, like pierce the mask, you, you notice a, a small emblem on their shirt. And it kind of reminds you, I think seeing this guy right next to the fountain, he's actually standing right where you first saw that bomb. Mm-hmm. And you see a very familiar S logo with an orb around it. On his shirt. Well played. So I think um, he teleports away, and and uh, Doug just goes, "Yes, I I am a Doug Overman, uh, otherwise known as the Iron Defender." And who are you? I should have thought of a name for these people. Uh, <laughs> well, I know that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We've got we've got telekinesis. We've got telekinesis girl. We've got teleport dude. Um, yeah. So uh, mist mistwalker. Sleepwalker, um, just throwing out shift. names. What about Shift? Ooh, Shift, I like that. Because of the S. They call me Shifty. Sergeant Shifty. Yeah. <laughs> the name Shifty, kid. Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, <laughs> Shifty Ranger. Shifty Ranger. <laughs> shifty Ranger. Call me just- <laughs> what, what's it to you, Mr. Overman? Shifty, what? Uh, it's an interesting name. What are you doing here? I couldn't help but notice a couple... It's a dumb Dead name. Cu- it's a very dumb name. I just wanted to let you know that. It, just- it is, but it has a very improvisational nature to it. <laughs> <laughs> Shifty, there's a couple dead cops outside. What uh, was that you're doing? He looks down at his gun, and he kind of flips it in his finger, you know, like rotates it, uh, and he points it right at you, and then he kind of points it over at Calvin, and he just smirks. What are you guys doing here? Well, if you want to trade information, Mr. Overman, we could probably uh, work out a deal. Because Tell you what. Set down the gun. We could talk. It's fine. He looks over at uh, his friend, and she... I think she nods. Yeah, yeah, I, I think she nods. And he kind of lowers the gun. And he says, you, are, uh, you stopped that bomb, didn't you? Yeah, I did. All right, so we, we've been checking the police reports, and uh, we're kind of here looking for some additional information because it seems that someone is uh, pretending to be our employer, and we want to know what's going on. Supros is your employer? You could say that. Well, I guess I did just say that. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> what, is what is he paying you to do? Oh, I mean, he just, you know, pays us to do lots of stuff. But, yeah, we're here down here in this shit fucking town. Mr. Hey, hey, Overman, hey, hey. if we're going to... You better watch how you talk about my town. And I, uh, Coolvin walks up from behind uh, Doug, and he freezes the gun to the ground. So there's, like, ice all around the gun itself, just sort of encased on the ground. Mmm. Should I, I... I should probably have to roll for that, shouldn't I? Yeah, roll and unleash your powers. Oh, uh, that's a ten. Okay, Ooh, on a 10, just there. Uh, you do it. Uh, yeah, you freeze the gun and it falls down to the ground. Well, and I thought it was already on the ground. That's why I 
I did that. Oh no, he just kind of he lowered his hand. Um, so it's like from the ground to his hand. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ice kind of formed on the ground and wrapped up, and uh, so his hand is kind of frozen to the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. You look over and you see the ice form on the ground, and it roll uh, just steadily starts building. You hear the crackle of the ice, and it forms around the gun and kind of goes up just a little bit on his hand, uh, and then you see just a a katana, I guess. Okay. Just kind of glides right past you very smoothly, very slowly. You see it out of the corner of your left eye and it makes its way just right next to your neck and it's just hanging there. And uh, he says, why'd you have to go and do something like that? We could have worked something out here, man. And then he kicks at the ice. He kicks at the ice? Yeah, he kicks at the ice. I don't think it breaks it, though. Just like lightly trying to free up his hand. Yeah, I think so. Just trying to break it. Um, so this girl, this girl is still active. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, she's on the ground. Trunk, you rolled over her. Yeah. She got knocked down to the ground, and then, uh, it's you know she's still laying on the ground, but you you can see that she is now holding out her hands, uh, keeping this katana basically guiding it to where it went. Whose neck is it in front of again? Mine. Yours. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Little Calvin. Little tender Calvin. Can I directly engage a threat again? I gotta. I gotta protect my boy. Do it. Oh, there we go. Double sixes. You don't threaten oh! my boy. You don't threaten my boy. Sixes. I am just gonna crouch down and jump, like propel myself into the air. And I'm gonna cannonball down on this girl. You don't threat. You don't. You don't threaten my boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's full chunk. The chunky monkey cannonball. You hear just, you leap up into the air and then there's just a whoosh. And then you hear, you don't my boy. And like, it just gets louder and then you crash right down on top of her. And uh, yeah, you squish right down. Ooh. Onto her bod. So my two uh, picks would be, because I get to pick two, I'm going to do mm-hmm. uh, Frighten the Opposition and Create an Opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you crash down onto her body, and then you kind of roll over, uh, and she looks, she has the anime swirly over her head, you know, like the little stars flying around her head. She just in, uh, in a butt cheek crater. <laughs> <laughs> crater and uh that's definitely your create an opportunity for your allies uh and i think the the guy uh shifty mm-hmm. yeah uh you definitely frightened him so you see him kick one two three more times and the ice breaks uh but his hand is still frozen to this gun and he can't do anything so he just starts running over to his companion I'd like uh, to uh, like blast off and just slam into him, grab him by the throat, and pin him to the ground. All right. Uh, I'd like, I'd also that. like to support that when he does that, I um, I freeze the rest of his body to the ground. Like different, hit both of his hands and both of his feet. Come on, baby. That's a ten. Yes. A Jesus. Every oh, time my. I DM, every time. <laughs> we are too strong for your DMing ways. <laughs> I'm one failure away from leveling up, so I'm okay with either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so yeah, on on a 10, you get to pick two from the directly engage a threat. Resist their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity, uh, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I think I would like to take something from them. The item that I want to take is their life. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I want to take whatever little item that they were passing around. I want to. I want to get it. Very good. And then I think uh, I would like to also uh, either impress, surprise, or frighten them. Okay. So I think this is how this works. Um, Calvin, you said you're assisting. So he Doug just flies. Yeah, Doug flies directly down uh, at this dude just completely knocks him down to the ground. He falls, he collapses and it's, he's spread, you know, just his arms and his legs are spread open. And then ice just sort of forms from the moisture in the air right around and locks him right down onto the ground. So Doug, you easily walk over, dig in that old pocket, pull out a USB drive. So he's pinned to the ground. I grab that item and I go, well, we'll figure out what this is. And then I look at him and I just, I just sort of like, do that thing where like if you're fighting someone and you get on top of them and you're about to like punch him, I kind of sit on top of him and I raise my fist up and just slam it down right next to his head like a couple inches into the ground and I pull up my fist back and I just go shit I thought I had something really cool to say here fuck (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't even hear what you say because he's panting so hard and you can just see his chest rising heavily uh, as he's trying to calm himself down and the uh, oh I know I know what I could say shit I imagine yeah, that you said yeah, that in universe yeah, t- after <laughs> yeah after like five seconds cool Coolvin looks over to, to Doug and he's all hey tell him tell him that uh, he just got iced how about that is that a cool saying is that is that something we can say right now or well no d- let me try let me try this one Okay, yeah, yeah. Looks like you need to take a, a cool pill. No, fuck. That doesn't yeah, no, no, that's not. No. You oh, would, uh, try, try. It, it would be chill pills. Hey, chill pills. Yeah, chill, uh, chill pills. No, no, nah, don't, you know don't take, Listen don't to take me. information from him and I, like, spray ice over his mouth so he can't talk. I just want to help We need to figure this out. Hey, Doug, me and you, figure this out. All right, we're the coolest cats on the block right now. All right, now, think about it. This is your moment. Now, go and take it. Nice. Nods. And he looks down at, at Shift and he goes, This town is under the protection of the Omega Guardians. You go tell Damn, your boss baby, that was, oh, to shit, not show not up. Oh, shit. God, <laughs> you had a good one. Coolvin. God damn it. And he just gets up and he just like, he just like, like oh, fuck. Really? I'm First sorry, you burn man. the school down, then you like ice my cool line. Come on, man. I'm sorry, man. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Dude. I, <laughs> damn. You'll know man, when was... I'm done. <laughs> God. When, 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 but what's our sig- what's our signal when I know you're done? I don't know. I don't know. Like when it'll you're be done. a cool. It'll be an obvious like end to the. Th- okay. You, you know what? Will you wink at when me? When we get back like to the I... headquarters, we have to have a long meeting about. <sighs> Fucking the most important part of a superhero team are the lines, guys. Come on. (laughs) When you look back down at the guy, you just see his tongue wiggling on the ice that's frozen (laughs) over his throat. Like he's trying to melt it. (sighs) Hey, you might you you might want to stop that. You might get a brain freeze. See, was that a good finishing line? That was a great line, right? Like 
That was pretty good. <gasps> yeah, dude. He's I... nodding his head. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Oh, so um, stupid, but so I great. A, I have a question for, for you, Cameron. What up? Uh, What's up? Right. <laughs> First name joke. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, do you uh do you, did the police get uh get my report at all, do you think? Uh you know, I think they did. And I think that right now uh I want to say that all of this took place in about 30 seconds. I oh, don't think shit. That, okay. uh well, I mean, with the conversation, the exposition. I think the fight took about 30 seconds. The conversation okay. you guys have been having has taken about two minutes. So, <laughs> so uh, in that yeah, time. You, you would assess that they would be here pretty, pretty soon. Okay. Uh, and you see the blade around Coolvin's uh, neck descend as this girl stands up and she just kind of starts backing away to Shifty. She says, that was a, that was a really cool speech you just gave there, Mr. Overman. That was very <laughs> impressive. And I'll be sure. And she places her hand down on the guy and says, I'll be sure to tell everyone that you said some really cool stuff. And then they waver and then disappear. Fuck shit. Oh, God Shifty. damn it. Oh, man. I look over at Chunk and Kelvin and I just go, that could have gone better. <laughs> There's like the firecracker. Yeah, there's in a, the there's a, of a huge yeah. as like part of the school and then, collapses. And then half the school collapses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. god. Yeah. And there's guess, police sirens in the background. <laughs> oh man. I guess it could have. And then you hear a police siren getting closer to you as these flashing blue and red lights are coming up into view uh, up near the front of the school. What do you do? I think Doug turns to turns to Chunk and Calvin and he goes, "Listen, you guys, you guys should really get out of here. Uh, no one knows your face. They don't know who you are. And I gotta be real honest, it's better that way. Uh, here." And he takes out the keys and he tosses them to to Calvin and he's like, just, "Guys, just get out of here. Meet me back at the headquarters. I'll take care of this. It's fine." Um. And I look up at Chunk. And then I look back at Doug, and I go, no. No, we're staying. We're a team. We're the Omega Guardians. Yeah, thick and thin. Whatever happens. If if one of us is going down, we're all going down. So, you can tell us to go all you want, but we're staying here with you, Doug. I think Doug looks at the two of you, and he just slowly starts to nod, and he goes... The Omega Guardians, huh? That's cheesy as fuck, but I like it. <laughs> and he puts his hand in the center. Calvin puts his hand puts puts his hand out as well. Chunk puts a finger on top. <laughs> Which is bigger than our hands. <laughs> I was wondering when I get a super team and Well dang, wouldn't wouldn't you know it? You move to this little town and I get one, so. Alright, fellas. Omega Guardians, let's do it. We lift our hands up and everything, and then more of the school falls apart behind us in the background. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Doug looks at that and he goes, oh, but we are, I think we are going to need some help. And he pulls out his cell phone and he goes to his contacts and he, and he hits grandpa and it starts to ring. 
Hello. Hey, Grandpa. Um, I really need your help. <laughs> There it is. <laughs>